This work in progress is released under a Creative Commons license. The following Still Ripples podcast is dedicated to all those living in confusion, who are in pain, and who are searching. He who has ears, let him hear. Do we in the church have the right to determine who can receive salvation? Find out the answer to this and much more in today's Still Ripple Outpour. Welcome to this week's Still Ripples podcast. I'm Greg. And I'm Brian. Uh, we're back again today. We're actually going to be doing an outpour uh, for you guys. It's uh, kind of getting close to the, uh, well, it's not really getting close to the end of the month, but by the time this uh, gets out to you guys, it's probably going to be close to the end of the month. Yeah, so. well, when we had planned this, this, it was near the end of the month. Yeah. So, so um, uh, tonight we're, or today or whenever you hear this, we're going to be talking about um, Loving one another, which we've, we've covered this a lot, but uh, we're going to go kind of more focused towards the Christians out there. If you're not a Christian, by all means, stick around. Uh, there's a lot for you, as well as uh, the different types of Christians that uh, you might run into uh, within the church. Yeah. Um, so, But before we do that, uh, last week, which again, it may not be the exact last week, uh, I was at youth camp, so mm-hmm. we didn't get to record. Uh, but I do want to report to you guys we had uh, two salvations, two professions of faith, and uh, two young people that have surrendered into the ministry. So uh, if you guys happen to see this, way to go. Awesome Amen. job. So uh, really excited about that and uh, kind of came back this week really pumped and excited. And uh, this is a really, really, really awesome topic. Um, something that, especially right now in this day and age, um, and Casting Crowns actually has a song about this. Um Starting this off, in the book of Acts, chapter 10, um, it's a story of Cornelius and uh, Peter. And Cornelius was a, uh, a centurion, and uh, Peter, of course, was uh, the Peter that walked with Christ. And to set this up, the Jewish custom, the law, was that no Jew should ever interact with a Gentile, or much less go into the household of a Gentile. And if you don't know it, a Gentile is a non-Jewish person. So, um, and what happened was Cornelius had a vision and sent for Peter. Well, Peter also had a vision. Peter's vision was, uh, well, Cornelius' vision was to go and get Peter, or have someone get Peter. Peter's vision was that of uh, things that were unclean and God pointed out to him that nothing that I have created is unclean Uh, and so Peter when after the vision had faded uh, was met by Cornelius's men and uh, they said hey you need to come with us and Peter's like yeah I'm going with you this goes on up to verse 34 and when Peter gets there Peter's like okay Cornelius what do you want what do you need and Cornelius is like I don't know Peter what do you want what do you need and uh, it was kind of uh, kind of interesting so Peter just opened his mouth and uh, that's where the scripture starts um, chapter 10 of the book of Acts verse 34 then Peter opened his mouth and said in truth 
I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. The word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. That word you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Him God raised up on the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but to witnesses chosen before by God, even to us who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets witness that, through his name, whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. Verse 44, While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon those who heard the word, and those of the circumcision who believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then Peter answered, Can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then they asked him to stay a few days. Um, as far as leading this out to the Christians and pointing out the song that Casting Crown sang, um, it's not up to us to choose who can become Christian and who can't. It's not by our choice who gets to come to Christ and who doesn't. Well, I mean, the verse that really stands out that's kind of monumental for that mm -hmm. is verse uh, 42. It says, And he commanded us to preach to the people and to mm -hmm. testify that it is he who was ordained, you know, he being Christ, right. by God to be judge of the living and the dead. Mm -hmm. He is to be the judge. Not us. Right. I mean, think of how selfish we are. And we've covered this before. A lot of times, in fact, almost all times, sin forces us to focus on ourselves. And it's a very selfish mentality. If it was up to us, you know, again, it would just be, you get to go, but you don't get to go. Hey, who can butter me up because I've got the keys? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it is, it is sin that divides, it is sin mm -hmm. that separates, obviously, yeah. because it separated us from God, but it is also mm -hmm. sin that creates the partiality, because what, what, what is one aspect of sin, or what is one sin that, that has that partiality about it? Pride. Mm -hmm. We immediately put ourselves above, uh, above others, we put ourselves, we try to put ourselves above God and right. stuff, but uh, ten, uh, verse ten, or uh, chapter ten, verse thirty-four. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, "In truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality." Yeah. Right there, that that was monumental for Peter because he's realizing, "Hey, 
you know, beforehand we separated ourselves from Gentiles and stuff, mm-hmm. but now I'm seeing as you know, as God told him, you know, nothing that I've created is unclean. Mm-hmm. He's seeing that his eyes are being opened as well, and he's seeing that, mm-hmm. you know, that God loves yeah. that that God that it isn't just he doesn't just sit there and favor one over the other. No, mm-hmm. God shows no partiality. God's love is not only everlasting, but it is extending. Mm-hmm. And the verse right following that, you know. Um, Becoming Christian, there is a standard that has to be followed. Yeah. And it says in uh, verse 34, 35, But in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. The word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace uh, through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. That is the key. Is Number one, there's only one way to heaven, and that's through Jesus Christ. And... Just as uh, you will be known by the fruits that you bear, righteousness. If you are a new creation in Christ, the old has passed away. You will you will strive to do these things. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, "Well, if if you're not good, then you're not a Christian." That's more of a works mentality. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is your heart will be will be drawn to these things. Just like we mentioned uh, back in. I think it's actually the first or second podcast we ever did. You know, Christianity is viewed in some cases as a very prideful thing mm-hmm. because it's us in sin putting ourselves above everyone else. Well, if you're not a Christian, then you know you're going to have to get to my level before we can truly interact, before we can you know be friends or whatever. Yeah, there, there isn't a level of goodness mm-hmm. that determines. Oh. Well, I'm a Christian now because I've reached this level of goodness. Mm-hmm. No, no, that is not the way it is. Yeah. And the the great thing that this illustrates is that the Holy Spirit fell on the people that Peter was speaking to. It happened, and it shows the conviction of the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that does the convicting, not us. As, as we covered... In these recent podcasts and, uh, and, and and videos, it's not our job to convict people. If it's our job to love and share the good news of God's love that we have, if if we don't show them love, where are they going to see true love? I mean, this world has a false love that it loves to present and give out that, okay, well, it feels good, uh, so this must be love. Oh, wait, that's starting to let me down. Maybe I don't love this anymore. Oh, but this feels good, so now I love this. You know, the fact of the matter is, you see it in our marriages today. Divorce rates through the roof because that that spark is gone. That feeling, well, it's it's not what I thought it would be, so eh, whatever. A nation divided cannot stand. We've got so much stuff happening in our nation right now. So much anger, so much violence, so much hate that as Christians, this is our greatest hour to stand and show the love of Christ. You know, as I mentioned at the get-go, not only do we want to point out that we don't get to choose who comes to know Christ, it's our it is our job as Christians to share and give the good news. There are different kinds of people. As far back as into the biblical times, 
that there are different kinds of people that were in the church back then that you can still see in today's uh, church. Um, Brian's actually got uh, a list of those. And, you know, look at these. Which one do you fall into? And be honest with yourselves. I mean, that's really one of the biggest things that we can point out in this video is be honest with yourself. Yeah, and you know, in a way, you can kind of see, even though certain groups have died out, per se, you can still kind of see that kind of mentality among us. You can still see kind of the Sadducee in the church nowadays. You know, someone that has a kind of a liberal ideology in, in, the, in, their, uh, in their religion, they... You know, there, there's several characteristics that distinguish the Sadducee back then. I mean, they, you know, they, they denied a bodily resurrection. They uh, denied angels and spirits. They showed a loyalty to the Ro Roman government. They, they have a desire to maintain the status quo. Does that sound kind of familiar to you? Uh, there's an association with the wealthy class uh, for them back then. They had an adherence to only the Pentateuch. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of see that mentality that, that, uh, that they had Maybe that's kind of a mentality that you're dealing with. The Pentateuch, for someone who doesn't know that, is the first five books, first five books of the Bible. You know, Genesis, Genesis, Exodus, Numbers, Leviticus, Deuteronomy. Those. Uh, there's the Pharisee. That's going to be kind of the traditionalist. Are, are you someone that seeks only the tradition of your religion? Do you, do you seek those certain things? I mean, do you seek ritual? Are you? Is that your comfort zone? Uh, for the Pharisees back in the day, this was an important sect of Judaism. Uh, you know, they, they numbered about 6,000, and they were the most influential. Uh, they held a strict interpretation of the law and embraced many oral traditions. You saw uh, Jesus deal with both of these groups. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing to point out with the Pharisees, that can fall into if your church always does things in a specific manner. You're allowed three songs, after that becomes the prayer, after the prayer comes the offering, then comes the preaching, a two-minute invitation, we're done by noon, and we're done. And that is the continual thing. If you mess with any of that, the thing explodes. Well, well in some churches you can kind of see that kind of pharisaic type mm -hmm. thought like you're pointing out. I mean, you've got to read out of this particular translation. You've mm. got to listen to this particular type of music. No more than two songs because you may disrupt something. Right. Uh, and, and then kind of uh, touching on the Sadducee as well, you know, a big argument today is there are so many different religions out there. And if, and, and there's even groups that believe that, well, everybody gets to go to heaven. As long as you believe in something, you get to go to heaven because it's all really one and everything's going together and that's where you get kind of a universal church mentality is in that same place that okay well we can we can kind of fudge these rules here because eh, there's not a whole lot that can support that but at the same time we can do this over here we can do that oh okay you don't necessarily believe in God but you believe in whatever okay that's cool you can come in uh, when we say God, just insert whatever, and we'll be okay. You know, these are these are people that you can easily see on both ends of the spectrum. You have the one over here that's, you know, we would we would view as completely out there per se. Yeah. You know, they they take one scripture and will go nuts with it. Well, I mean, the Pharisee was considered more conservative mm -hmm. because right. they held strictly to the law, mm -hmm. and then the Sadducee was seen more liberal as they were looser with it. Yeah. 
you also have the, you know, they were called Herodians back then. They were, they were the political party, the Jewish political party at the time that supported Herod. But there are people among us that, you know, their beliefs, their religion is seen as a means to an end. Their politics are more important. There, there, there are those of us that put something more important than our faith. We see that as, you know, that is what we should be dealing with. And no, I know, uh, nothing is more important than our faith in God. We, put, we are supposed to put Him first. Then there's a final group that I think that we should all strive. Mm -hmm. As a Christian, this is the type that we should strive for. That's the Christ type. You know, you see, uh, you know, in re uh, representing Christ, they should be loving, just, truthful, sacrificial, humble. They should be a servant of God, resembling Christ, who is our Lord. Uh, consider David, mm -hmm. a man called. He was called a man after God's own heart. Mm -hmm. Consider Boaz. He was seen as a kinsman redeemer, which is what Christ was for us, what He is for us. Uh, consider Moses, the man who brought the law. Mm -hmm. Consider Job, a man who suffered for uh, for his friends and everything, mm -hmm. suffered so that others could see and and know. Mm -hmm. I think the mentality that we have to have in reference to. You know, when someone comes in the church that, that is that is carrying a, a open sin, mm -hmm. that so many times we, we judge them and send them away, we should have the mentality of of James uh, 5, uh, chapter 5, uh, verse 16. It says, Therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. What does it say? The following, ver uh, following part of that verse, the effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. Mm -hmm. Instead of arguing and getting upset with one another, confess to one another, pray for one another, and that's how it should be handled. And, you know, kind of the flip side of that coin, be willing to listen to one another. If someone comes to you, be open. Don't put yourself way above them. Christ came as a servant. He washed the feet of his disciples. And even, you know, uh, Peter tried to say, no, do not wash my feet. I, 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 he knew who Christ was. And, and Jesus pointed out, if I don't wash your feet, then you can't dine with me. You can't, you can't, you can't come in. And that's something that we've got to look at as a Christian. We can't put ourselves above everyone else. Now, given, spiritually wise, yes, we, we have something that lost people don't have, but we're not to be proud of it, we're to be, to give it, to, to sacrifice ourselves. you know, I count all my losses as gains, that's what Paul said, you know, that kind of thing, because it, it is so easy today to turn a blind eye, to turn the other cheek in the sense of uh, just putting your nose in the air, mm -hmm. ignoring the needs of the needy. Well, I think the issue is that we recognize where we are, yeah. but we forget we forget where we have come from, mm -hmm. and we we try to put that upon somebody. You know, mm -hmm. where we are now, our state, and we try to put that on somebody at where they are at their mm -hmm. state, and that's wrong. I mean, we've got to remember, and, and that's why it's good to you know to keep a journal, which I need to do mm -hmm. more myself, so you can flip back and say, hey, this is where I was, and share that with a brother. Hey. No, you know, I, I was there. I was where you were. And then share that with them and say, you know what? This is where God has brought me. Mm -hmm. He can do the same for you. Yeah. 
you know, let your life be a living testimony. I mean, just because someone's sin in the world's view might be worse than your sin, all sin is gauged equal in the eyes of God. Do not turn someone away simply for their sin. Nobody as a soul, as a person, as a human being is unclean. God created us all. Sin is into the world and sin is what separates us from God. Inject into people's lives. Show that care. Show that love. And help them be covered in the blood of Christ just like you are. Show them that compassion. Even when the entire world turns against you because you're a Christian. Show that love. Christ could have called down a legion of angels to stop the crucifixion, but he didn't because of love. I mean, even on the cross, he said, you know, forgive them. And he didn't die for a select few. He died for everyone. Exactly. So, you know, today we want you to, to take a look at yourself. You know, seek God's wisdom. What kind of person are you? Are you a Sadducee? Are you just open to any little religious thing that comes your way? Or are you more like a Pharisee where if, if it's not by the letter of the law, then it's it's wrong. And this is this is my this is my religion, this is it. You know, are you a Herodian? Are you really just in it for the gains? Or are you a Christ type? Are you showing the love that Christ and inevitably another Christian showed you. Think of what Peter did. He didn't have to do it, but he chose to. And the impact that that had. It brought a whole new face to the early church. And remember what Christ, you know, remember what he told all those who were listening to him. He mm -hmm. said, you know, I haven't come to call the you know, call the good or call mm -hmm. the righteous I've come yeah. to call the sick to yeah. call the, you know he came to call the need those who were in sin those who needed him mm -hmm. because you know he said it, it is not the the healthy that need a physician it's, mm -hmm. it's the sick yeah and so he's called all of us and he's called you as well yeah and you know kind of to bounce off that point when we start viewing sin as a sickness and Christ as I guess you'd say the vaccine the uh, the healing ointment the the cure then we can start really getting out there and making the change if you would join us in prayer Lord God uh, we we come to you today just lifting you up God I pray that you would take these words and just spread them like wildfire Lord God I pray that you would you would be with this community I pray that you would help us to be the Christ type followers that you've called us to uh, Lord, I pray that you would just soften our hearts to see people as you see them, uh, not by their sin, but that they are a person, that they have a soul, that they they need you. And I pray, God, that we would encourage one another, that we would we could come together and grow stronger in your name. Lord, thank you so much for everything you've given us, all the opportunities and all the doors that you've opened for us. And God, I pray if there's anybody out there that doesn't know you as their Lord and Savior, that they would come to know you. If, if not through our ministry, through, through some other means, God, I, I, I pray that you would just change lives. 
I pray that you would be with this nation. Uh, we lift up our leaders. We lift up all the stuff that's going on, God. We, we give it into your hands. Lord, thank you again for everything. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Well, that concludes another wonderful episode of Still Ripples. Um, as always, there's plenty of ways to get in touch with us. Uh, you can start by checking out our website at www.stillripples. It's www.stillripples.org. I'm sorry. It's... I was on a camp last week. My mind's not all back yet. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, still we, have, yeah, we have a Facebook page, Twitter, Google+. We also have a uh, weekly blog that we do on there. Mm -hmm. We try to update it weekly. Yeah. Uh, discussion board. Very, various ways that you can reach us. We also have email, mm -hmm. and a, uh, which you can access on there. We have a phone number that you can call us at, which is 18169RIPPLE. That's R-I-P-P-L-E. Um, you know, uh, feel free to leave comments. Again, please make them, uh, keep them tasteful. Um, you know, we're not against questions or people with uh, different views. No, in, in fact, fact, we encourage. We do. Them. Yeah. You know, if if you have a different view or you you know uh, disagree with what we say, feel free to leave a comment down below or on the website or uh, anything of that nature. You know, we'd love to follow up or maybe we said something that you're a little confused on. You know, that's what that stuff's there for. Yeah. It's for us to clarify. And if we can't do it through uh, the the text, then we might just make another podcast to kind of help clarify what we do, but uh, you know that's what that's what we're that's what we do. That's why we're here, and uh, we're we guess we'll stop ranting. And as always, we love you guys, and God bless. Closing music heard in this episode of Still Ripples was a song called Sacred Spaces by Judson Hurd. His music can be found at judsonhurd.com. That's J-U-D-S-O-N-H-U-R-D.com. Its use in this podcast was licensed through Mevio's Music Alley, which can be found at music.mevio.com. That's music.mevio.com. Dot com.